0: Hey there, folks. This is the Uticast, episode number 89. Welcome back, folks. A hectic day and a hectic week will not stop us from providing you our interview with the Rusty Doves, Jerry D, and Alyssa Stock as they get ready for their 10-year anniversary slash farewell show on march 18th at the trackside tavern uh also this week we're celebrating rivalry week as we return with uh our least favorite correspondent maiden utica's justin parkinson who joins us this week to talk about frustrating things uh all that and more uticast episode number 89 uh we're getting there folks every day It's nothing serious. It's just freezing cold here in the Uticast studios today. I don't know why. It's it is not very even... cold in the house. I think there's something wrong with the heater. There's most assuredly something wrong uh, with the heater. Uh, it's
1: about 100 years old.
0: <laughs> it's probably a big part of it. Uh, and because this is midterm week for me as a grad student and uh, spring break is next week, it's the kind of problem I'm not going to be dealing with this week. Much like most of my issues, I will not be dealing with it until after this week is over. Okay. Yeah, midterm week. Uh, speaking of problems going forward, I uh, just want to discuss very quickly, um, we haven't really brought up at all what we plan on doing now that Mara's not on the show anymore. Shout out to Mara, though, who's still been involved on Twitter a lot. Miss yes. I hope she's doing well in Florida. We haven't really discussed what we're going to do in terms of, like, another host yet. Like, right. I and mean, we haven't really come up with any decisions yet. There's no decisions to be made. Although, I'm kind of interested in maybe doing, like, a revolving third person. Revolving third person?
1: Yeah, like... Like, does that become a different person every time? Or, like, you get a cast of people like Daily Show Correspondents? Well,
0: because our our GFOP, Kate Riley, who was on last week and did an excellent job, uh, also pitched an idea to me that she'd like to come on regularly and do Kate's Conspiracy Corner, which I'm totally into. I'm (laughs) I'm I'm
1: all about it. I'm very...
0: I feel very strong about that. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'm thinking maybe like we'll start thinking about doing something along those lines, or maybe we'll try and find someone as an. It's hard to find someone who can commit to every week. That's really the problem. It's you know true. Me? It's
1: easy for us, and we take it for granted because we do it at the house, and it's yeah. easier for me to be home at dinner time on a Monday when I mm. have the day off.
0: But yeah. Mm. And uh, also, before we get into the show proper this week, I want to shout out our good friends at Nomad Cinema. I feel
1: like this part of the show is still the show proper. I know. It's proper. It's very proper. It's highly proper.
0: Uh, Anyhow, we are... uh, Our good friends, two-time podcast guests, uh, Mike Flores and Mario Restive from Nomad Cinema, had an open casting call for a web comedy series. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it took place at Maiden Utica headquarters last week. Uh, The problem is, because... Uh, we're not the only tenants at Maiden Utica headquarters. Uh, people kept locking the door. So people who were coming to uh, do tryouts and get like auditions couldn't get in to uh, possibly shoot footage.
1: I think we got to get a doorman.
0: We need a doorman. So uh, for people who are interested in being involved in this, any actors... Being the doorman, or being, being the doorman. Or being the doorman. Or if you're interested in being involved with uh, uh, their upcoming... Uh, comedy web series Brood uh, send uh, a letter to uh, an email, an electronic letter <laughs> over the internet uh, to Mister. dot Michael Flores F L O R E S at gmail.com. He will send you sides of audition material to uh, to audition with. What are sides? You know that. If you don't know what that is, you shouldn't be shouldn't be doing this though.
1: No, I think people should be auditioning even <laughs> if they don't know like one little <laughs> industry lingo.
0: No. I'm going to slap something together after this. You're going to help me. We, we went through some lines already. Yeah, you're going to be a star. Internet, internet TV star. Internet TV star. Just like Mark Maron did, except That's what popular. it's going to be.
1: You're going to parlay the podcast with an Internet TV star. I'm to start getting those YouTube dollars. Yeah. Uh, so why
0: don't we get into our, our stories for the week. Um, you know, seeing a lot of flat earth folks on the rise. We've seen it on the internet this week. A lot of celebrities. A lot of, like, athletes talking about flat earth. Seems Still? Yeah, it's more? Been, yeah, more. So uh, we brought in a flat earth expert, uh, made in Utica's own, Justin Parkinson, uh, to discuss you, that's what you wanted to talk about, right? You want to talk about flat earth? I mean, I'm not a flat earther, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> some of it makes sense. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can't handle it. Yeah, you just can't handle it. you're so awesome. Do your research. Do yeah, your do uh, research. It's uh, a good read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Justin, welcome back. How you been, big guy? Oh, good enough. <laughs> I guess. So uh,
1: still, just cripplingly yeah. <laughs> down. So last, by. Uh,
0: so last week, after I nagged Justin for five days to post the Twitter poll, which he couldn't find on Twitter for good reasons, it turned yeah, out. Yeah, see? Um, we, uh, we got our results back for our f- cell phone poll. Um, by the way, uh, iPhone one, in case you're wondering. iPhone 7 one. Uh,
1: um, on the floor with shock.
0: On the floor with shock. Uh, Parkinson, though, your concern was not so much to talk about which phone won the actual poll. Uh, you were actually more concerned to talk about why we're all sheep for having cell phones. Is that yes. what you wanted to come on oh, and talk to us about? Here, here
1: we go. Yes, away. please
0: far. go Take ahead. So, what are your options in here? Oh, we had iPhone seven, uh, the Samsung Galaxy X seven, Samsung Galaxy S seven, uh, the Google Pixel, and then the classic other. Other did not do so well. Twelve percent. Twelve percent. The, votes 12%, on 12% I the been, other. I would have been another voter. I would haven't you? had a cell phone since.
2: Oh, mid-November maybe, and I don't miss it at all. So when you guys said you're gonna
1: put this poll up about what phone to get, I was just anti. Yeah, but a lot of people have to have a phone to like go to work and live their lives. You, you don't, choose no. to live off the grid. I do. I 100 percent need a cellular device and smartphone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's my point. You all don't, the time for you work. You don't need. You need data is what you need. Data. Yes. You don't need a particular cell phone anymore. The way everything is going, like sure, just between why, my yeah. iPad and my. Computer and Google Voice. I no longer need to have a cell phone account with a cell phone bill. I have a phone number that can connect through Wi-Fi. And if I really wanted to extend the package, I could buy for Google, buy Google's data plan, which is it starts at twenty dollars a month, makes my my laptop basically a cellular device, and I can receive calls right on there.
1: Yeah, that's more hassle than it seems worth to a lot of people, though. Like it works for you, but you live, you know what I mean. Like you've got yeah. off the grid, sort of different lifestyle. You are also incredibly hard to get a hold
0: of. <laughs> because you don't have a cell phone I can't tell you how many times We were in the grocery store yesterday I left my phone at home I had to call my mom to get a recipe I said Parkinson can I use your phone And then said oh wait Of course you don't have a phone Because you're just out here not In the world Let
1: me pop up a triangular. and triangular. I was prepared at the grocery
0: store To get exactly what I
2: needed Because that's what you do Is you work around But I guess the other issue that I have with it is Why does it matter what cell phone you have Why does it matter it does when would you leave it to the general public? It's a sign of why status. Does it,
1: why does it matter what camera you it's buy? It's a
2: sign of status. Why does it
1: matter what camera you buy?
2: I don't put it out there like, "Hey guys, I what should a phone should?" It's a, a camera's not a piece of. Yeah, but you ask asked people's an opinion. An accessory.
0: I put it out there because I was genuinely curious what the because that's the thing that all people deal with is their cell phone. What we touch user it every experience single day. do you like better? Yeah, which of these user interfaces, user experiences, do you feel is the best? Which should be we be the Same most? Same reason excited people for?
1: choose between PlayStation and Xbox. What was the exact wording of your question again?
0: Which cell phone well,
2: should, should up we up be the, the most hyped for? <laughs> Get out of here! You go. That's what I thought. I didn't um, realize that it was about. User interface and fast yeah. camera speeds. Yeah, because speed. because just that's it, not what you care about. You know better that than anybody. That is not what you
1: care about. You know no. better than anybody the trendy wording on the internet gets clicks. No. Uh, well, yeah, anyhow. So why
2: those three phones? Why those limiting seemed, yourself to those three phones? Because
0: those were the three phones that I was the most interested in, initially. And I wanted to see what people's thoughts were. And that's fair. That's on me. Uh, that's okay, though. I have to be honest, and I'll say this. I do think this was one of our more poorly... My more poorly executed polls. I didn't like the way I did this one, didn't like the way it was set up. Because
2: who poll- cares what phone you have? Okay. Who cares?
0: The poll for this week is much different and much more interesting, and we'll get to that in segment two. However, I do have some cell phone-related stories to toss at you guys. Uh, this one's from The Telegraph earlier this week. Uh, in London now, or in England, do you know you if you get uh, a ticket from a police officer for sending a text message in your car, you will now lose your license? Good. Do you feel like that's something that would a ever fly in America and b is a good idea? Don't care. Don't have a cell phone. No and no. Or
2: no a car. and no. No. I don't have a cell phone or a car, so I don't really care. All
0: right, well, let's move from you then back over to Kevin. What are your thoughts on this? No and no. Yeah,
1: Why? no and no. Because what? What? No. You don't feel like they're. I see people on their cell phone
0: all the time. You can't take their license. I understand look, I understand the idea that you can't just immediately take somebody's license, but the idea is that people are not scared of like cell phone things. You can get around being on your cell phone in your car. The idea is to like make people scared of using their cell phones in their car so they don't use it to get in accidents, man. Like
1: I don't I I understand I I get you don't have to pitch me on the idea mm-hmm. that cell phones are dangerous in a car, but to go out there and just be like if you get caught one time sending one text message you lose your license Mm. I mean yeah yeah, in a perfect world everybody would do the right thing all the time but you mean to tell me if you're just gonna snatch up some 19 year old kid's license like permanently over some long period of time Mm. and hinder somebody's life and development there's a better solution than that that seems really draconian in my book hindering life and development you're if you're gonna kill somebody if you're. Te- you have no
2: reason to be texting on your cell phone I'm you're not driving. saying nobody's literally making literally no reason to
1: do. Nobody's it. making a case for texting while driving. There should be severe penalties for doing so. Uh, nobody's Taking making a case against that.
2: Taking points off of your license is pretty severe right now. If you get caught, I think points think your license is five, good. Five or four right now. Nobody's arguing against that.
0: I feel like. Um, I, I'm sort of... I always catch myself in between. Whenever you two are on here, I, it's nice. I just didn't catch myself in between on this stuff. I, I don't know. I sat at school today, and I watched a kid tell a teacher to go um, fornicate with herself because she took her cell phone from her, like, screaming and yelling, smashing her fists against the wall because she didn't get her cell phone back. Like, that's that's a problem. I mean, like, that? that's a, the dependence that we, we, like, have built on cell phones because of... Uh, I don't feel connected to my cell phone because I remember life before cell phones, I don't know what it's like to not know what that's like. I think we've set a bad precedent
1: for how important we've made cell phones, to a certain extent. Have we set a specific agenda on cell phones and their importance? I think it's just one of those things that gets tied. I mean, whenever any new technology like this gets introduced, I think what you'll see is a correction. Mm -hmm. I think you'll see a correction in the, like, trending of usage at some point, to some degree, you know what I mean? You can mm. already see a lot of people making movements. Just like Justin. There's a lot of people who are like, I mm. want to get rid of this. I want to detach yeah. myself from this, you know what I mean? So I think we're seeing a lot of it, but I don't think it's mm. quite the beginning of the end, so to speak. Mm. Uh, and it's the
2: same way you would do... How did you get people to stop smoking cigarettes at bars? You just said you can't do it anymore. You have to go outside. You know what I mean? Like You most uh, definitely can just tell people that, that there's a severe penalty yeah. for doing that. Like Smoking inside is a massive... like. It's you a massive penalty. No one does it. Like, I could just light a cigarette in the bar. I'll get tossed out and probably fined. I think the more you know, I'm thinking about I'm it, I'm not going to do it.
0: Losing your license, though, is a big deal. It's too yeah. much. It's, it is a really it's a big suspension. deal. suspension. And maybe a ticket doesn't do you much. You can
1: get, like, grounded from your license. Yeah, suspension. You can
2: yeah, talk yeah. me into that. Yeah, like a suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, Most
1: of the time, your license is
2: only suspended until you either mm-hmm. go through a safety course or mm-hmm. pay off fines yeah. or whatever the case may be. Maybe suspended,
1: but you start throwing people, okay, 30 days, okay, 90 You days. have to take an okay, eight-hour course months. about the
2: dangers of texting and driving. When you complete the course, we'll activate your license again. No problem. Mm-hmm. But you got to sit there and go through the bullshit and watch mm-hmm. people crash and do all this and hear uh, survivor stories. Yeah, all that. I'm, i mean to get through creative. That? I
1: just don't think you can take away some No, you wouldn't.
2: it wouldn't be a lifetime ban. You can't even do that now with someone's license. Like, I mean, we have friends, I won't say who it is, who's spent years trying to get his back. Mm. And he, for all intents and purposes, does not deserve to have one. But sure as shit, he'll get it back if he pays off all of his stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you have to do a lot to lose your license forever. And definitely texting and driving is not gonna be
0: it's not gonna be one of them. Mm. Um let's get into the Trump portion of the show just for a quick moment today. Hey, uh, so by the time you guys hear this, uh, Trump will have released Travel Ban 2.0, which is what the internet is uh, comically referring it to. Again, I haven't had a chance to really look at this today while we were getting ready. It seems like Iraq got removed from the list of places that you can't come in from, and if you have a green card, you can do whatever you want. So that's better, but still no immigrants and no refugees. Uh, Again, I'm not touching this until I have more time with it. However, I did see that Donald Trump uh, thinks that Barack Obama uh, wiretapped his phone. So that was interesting That was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting uh, I'm getting a little burned out on uh, the Trump things. I say this every week, every week. But I think though, do you think again? We've talked about it before. Do you think that the tweets were cover to keep us talking about that instead of travel ban 2.0? Do you think it's all part of the evil conglomerate scheme? No, travel ban is trash.
1: <laughs> it's it's to keep people from pushing where they were pushing at the end of last week with with Russian stuff. You know what I mean? The travel Mm -hmm. ban's another one. It's just a thing. It's out there. It's going to get slapped down. All of his advisors and people know. I thought it was interesting when he said that he was wiretapped that, like, absolutely nobody is like, yeah, this is the way it is. Like, all the Republicans in Congress, most of the people on his staff are like, well, that's, you know, that's Mm. what he believes.
0: Mm. How low has President Obama gone to tap my phone with two P's? Classic. Double tap. (laughs) I don't know, man. That's the press. You guys voted for him. America's Trump.
1: (laughs) Trump's America. Those you guys, me. <laughs>
0: um, all right, researchers this week. Here's a better story. Researchers this week discover signs of fossilized life inside rocks dating 3.7 billion years old. Could be fake news, though. Who knows? That's an old rock. <laughs> I like stories like that, although those are the kind of stories that I wish I read more about. And then the more I see them, I go, hmm, that's a cool story. And then I'll probably never hear anything about this ever again.
1: Well, you just got to go read it. I think like, it. It's, it's out there. It's <laughs> just not, you know, you have to go back to that source and follow up on the story. Like, mm. that's not going to take over the culture, mm. but that's a cool story. Mm. If you're just a
2: specimen inside of a rock, are you really living? Like, not living by the breathing, te- you know, but are you living? well the concept is achieving your dreams as a bacteria no no
0: that's not what it means the concept is it it proves that life was existent at this
2: time yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. that makes
1: sense which was much earlier than previously expected they found it like oh wait there was life here at that time that's really crazy what type
2: of life though did you
1: say uh i
0: believe it was some sort of fossilized tube worm or specimens of protein strains it's something very small
1: but it's uh it's an interesting story 3.7 billion years Great. It's crazy it's it's wild to see how it keeps expanding and they keep like learning more and more stuff. You wonder where the cutoff is. Like how or how many holes there are when you think back about like the things that you know about history like just for the little bits that we know how much there is that's unknown. That's what's always made like history and things like archaeology that kind of stuff really exciting to me. I'm a big fan of cosmic time actually. So anytime yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm into any, cosmic time
0: anytime we start getting into these like concepts like three point seven billion years and it puts like our existence into real context, I'm like, ooh. I'll
1: tell you what if if if, right. if, the, if all the wheels fall off this thing at some point, we've all gotta go down as mm-hmm. a planet. Yes. I hope that it ends up being some sort of mm-hmm. Lovecraftian type. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. like cosmic horror monsters Mm -hmm. from deep space that live within the Earth. Mm -hmm. I hope that's what happens instead of something boring like nuclear war. Well,
0: according to writer uh, Tyler Cohen, the reason this will happen is American stagnation. Uh, His new book came out this week called The Complacency Class, uh, which is stating that Americans are in a period of stagnation because we are doing less and less of the things that made us successful in the past, which includes embracing change, moving to different parts of the country, and associating with different kinds of people. Do you have any thoughts about that?
1: Uh I think that there's a large, large, large number of people in the country that are probably just stuck in their ways and not associating with enough different kinds of people and different people that are everywhere. Yeah. Mm. I think I don't know if that's so much I think that might be more of a symptom than a cause. Mm. But yeah, I think that there's probably a lot of truth to that. He'll probably sell some books. It's one man's opinion, I guess, right? Well,
0: I think it's a fair point. Like sometimes I argue that like Why aren't we doing, like, I I go back and forth. I'm big into, like, futurism stuff. I like thinking about the future, and I always complain that, like, people aren't, like, on the right side of history and doing things toward, like, the future. But I also see a sad, like, the other side of it where it's, like, if I did all this stuff in my life and I feel like I made something for myself, I would just kind of want to settle down in the life I was used to. It is a weird dynamic.
1: Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? But, I mean, I think there's a huge subset of the population that just is always thinking about how do we get back to the way things used to be? Right? Like people are like, how do we how do we get things, you know, back to the way they used to be, going backwards or trying to cling on to something that's passing by or has already passed by? Like, look, I know it sucks and it's scary, but the world has changed in a fundamental way since, you know, like the late eighties, stuff like that. We live in a different world, things are different, technology is different, the way almost everything works is different, so you have to lean into that. You can't just plug your ears and say, la, 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 and not pay attention to it, but that's unfortunately what a lot of people, specifically within certain age groups, tend to be doing.
2: You have, uh, I mean, it's basically this whole segment, 17 minutes now, is we're using a computer in a dining room to do an internet radio Mm. show in which you're talking about using Twitter in a poll to ask your audience what cell phone you Mm. should go out and buy, like, where yeah. are, we are moving forward in things we're just way off on. We're talking about Trump all. The, we're, our our attention and our spans are diverted to like more meaningless mm. things. That goes back to the the cell phone even to the beginning is why I wanted to come on. It's the, we are I think we are evolving to stuff, but it's so material now about items and individuality. What I have and what don't like. Nobody, it's it's just, wait, you care more about specific things than the grander thing. Like, remember, we're launching into space. You know how crazy that would have been? We never got to live through that. Like, well, now f- it's like an afterthought. Like, oh, yeah, space, whatever. Well, but you know what, you know? though?
1: I think the point, because you're right about a lot of that stuff, but I think the point is, you know, you look at it, and it's easy to say, yeah, we are, and you look around, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff like that, but we're, you know, we're not as young as we used to be, but we're still relatively young people. Like, if you yeah. think about, you know, maybe not your parents specifically, but when I say, like, think about your parents' age, generation... It's a lot of those folks who are the ones who still set policy, hold positions of power, and most importantly, go out and vote. And those people are not doing what we're doing. Those people are still trying to cling on that to that which has already passed them by. And just, that's the thing that's stagnating us. I feel like our generation is ready to to run and to change it's things. It's the to responsibility really of a younger in generation, in the right? Like yeah. to
2: kind of lift up and carry that older one as their policy stands out. So we could just be on the brink of, I mean, it's that teetering of yeah. older. Well, because
1: there's also the, you know. the, the other half of that bargain is that that older generation has to sort of slide over into the passenger seat and let, you know, mm-hmm. allow our generation to take the driver's seat. You know yeah. what I mean? And we have to claim it for ourselves, certainly, but... They have to move out of the way because we're all in this car together. If that makes sense, Do yeah. you know
2: what I mean. Well, and it does. And like we're talking, because we're doing. I mean, this is all coming together. I guess microcosm space, small periods of time. We can't even decide who's gonna have a pay per view at one person's house. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. like we should come here. Like so, when we're having those type of comments, we're not conceding a whole lot of other. Things, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. it's just there's a very long ways to go, and you can't even decide which one of person's house you should go to to watch something
0: you know <laughs> all right so let's uh let's take a break we'll come back with some uh some more stories in the next segment uh as i mentioned in the bumper it's uh not only is it rusty doves week here on the show it's also rivalry week uh parkinson since you're a big rival of mine you want to stick around and talk about rivals after this sure all right very cool uh for now though let's get into this week's interview uh with jerry d and Alyssa stock of the rusty doves uh quick backstory i go very 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 far back with jerry d he used to uh, he was in high school with my sisters he used to like hang around like my house because my house as a kid was like where all the people hung uh so i've known jerry for a really long time and it was an it was a real pleasure to actually get a chance to sit down with him and have this interview i've never had a real opportunity to to talk to him like this you
2: were fanboying like so hard when he was coming over i remember well and you know
0: and i (laughs) you should have seen it well the reason i bring it up is because you know i was very concerned that because me and Jerry uh, didn't, you know, knew each other so well that I was gonna alienate Alyssa, but I feel very happy with the conversation we had. <laughs> Alyssa was a sweet girl. I was happy to meet her. She was awesome. Uh, From when both... I talked to her, she seemed very innocent. no. Because it, it's tough. When, it's tough when you know one of them really well yeah, and you don't sure. know the other. It yeah. sort of changes the dynamic where you have to do things. Um, but they were great folks, and it's a shame that they are uh, closing shop on the Rusty Doves on Saturday, March eighteenth, seven p.m. at the trackside. Rusty
1: Doves have been awesome for a really long time.
0: 10-year anniversary and farewell show. Wow. That's Uh, the way to
1: go. Yeah.
0: That's a good run, man. That's a really good, that's a better run than a lot of people get. Yeah. So let's get into this week's interview uh, with the Rusty Doves, and we'll be back in just a moment. 61 degree last week, and then there's really cold days, and then another sort of warm day, and this throws all the climate change folks back and forth. It's like, see, climate change is real. It's 61 degrees, and they're like, no, now it's 20. No, no, it's a, it's a lie. And you're like, no, now it's 61 again. See, I've been getting a lot of that. All I have
3: to understand math to, try to figure out. What it <laughs> yeah. Even to the do. climate change <laughs>
0: scientists don't <laughs> But yeah, I do appreciate you guys coming over here to the South Side. Yeah, um, South
3: Side. Yeah, yeah I love, so I grew up in the south backyard.
0: Are you guys both outsiders?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. In fact, I grew up on the street, the next street over. Oh. Awesome. Well, in fact, I grew up, Sam, kind of with uh, your sister.
0: <laughs> well, I'm gonna get, let's get into that. So, because that's actually where I wanted to start. So, let's get into you. We'll start with you first, Jerry. Yeah. I want to throw out something that uh, I talk about occasionally with uh-huh. my friends in passing, and you're one of the few people on the world who may know what this actually means when oh. I say to you the words "satanic regurgitator." Are you familiar with these two words? Uh,
3: you know, I I've kind of vaguely remember them <laughs> somewhere. Okay. I'm thinking certain individuals, but I don't really know because okay. the, the individuals <laughs> I'm thinking of, it's like I wasn't really in with that crew, really, 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 you know, because I was a little older than that crew. I think. That's correct. I completely cool. really wrong. <laughs>
0: Satanic <laughs> about. Satanic was a video that my sister made. It was a short movie because mm-hmm. my sister was an actress. Uh, my sister Kelly, God love her. Uh, she's out in Chicago now, but she was a. She was making a video about a. It was a, a comedy short murder where the murderer would kill you and then throw up on you. He was the satanic regurgitator. Mm-hmm. He was evil. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I wanna
0: say that, you, that you you may have been killed by the satanic regurgitator on tape. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> no was, you know, ruled it out. <laughs> but Jay, you but I guess the point I'm getting at, I guess the point I'm getting at is uh People even <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the point, I guess, is uh, I've known you for a long time. Whether it's Ever. been uh, as you a peripheral figure, little Sam, I little here. Sam, yeah, yeah, I you were a little brother,
3: man. Yeah, and my He's sisters
0: little. both loved you. They always thought you were such a great guy. Yeah, you we were close. Uh, right. So my assumption is, and I'm going to guess based on this background material, because I am a professional journalist, capital P, lowercase J. Um, but you were born here in Utica. Oh, yeah. And you went Utica School System? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Utica Proctor, class of 92.
0: 92.
3: Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, with your sister, mm-hmm. Karen, and her cousin, Kristen. Kristen, yeah, yeah. She's that out- by the way, you know, even <laughs> your mom. I love your mom. I love your dad mm. and your stepdad. Thank you. I Thank love you. your aunt. Mom I D. Mom <laughs> D. She'll always be Mom <laughs> D. It. It's unbelievable. But the, you know what the unbelievable part is? I haven't seen them. They're there forever. forever. So the next time Christian comes home, y'all together, I get together. I'll call. let you know. I I'll let you know, man. Calm. You know what I mean? You know,
0: I gotta tell you, it's it's so funny because it, it always makes me think of what a small world like Utica is sometimes. Yeah. right? Really, like, it really, like, my mom is still around. She's still kicking. She's retired now, though, is the problem. That's why no one ever sees her in the schools anymore. She's yeah. just doing, like, the retiree thing, yeah, hanging yeah. out with grandkids. She, she's busier now, yeah. though, than she ever was when she was. Yeah. Does she travel yeah, out the the to see the girls a lot? Chicago a lot. Mm. She's in Chicago this week. Yeah. Going to see Kelly actually. Right. Yeah, kind of I'd love to go see Kelly. I haven't been in Chicago in in a no, long I time. I see Karen,
3: but yeah. I haven't seen Kelly.
0: Yeah, Kelly. Years, bro. Kelly maybe comes into twice a year. Maybe now. Well, because you know she's got they family. Can't. They got family out there too on Randall's side. Yeah. So now I always ask people. This is one of our constant questions. Um, wherever you guys are from, you're a Proctor guy. Proctor always had a bad rep. I Proctor still kind of has a bad no, rep. No, it does
3: not. Well, it, it might. Mm. but for, for uh, very poor reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reasons that aren't really necessarily true, I'll say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just bought a house. Yeah, yeah, And I bought it in Utica. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you know, a lot of my friends who are moving back into the area, they're all moving to New Hartford. Mm-hmm. And the ones are here, they want to buy homes, but they want to buy in new Hartford. Mm-hmm. And they usually, you know, refer to the poor school system in Utica. And I just kind of like, you know, usually shake my head. Yeah. And, and I, I tell them, Something to the effect that you know the type of education you can get in Proctor is very different Mm -hmm. than the type of education you get in other places. Oh yeah. You know, it's very different, but in my in my opinion, it could be very more it could be more um just a
0: better education. Well we that's a common uh thing we talk about in the shows. I always feel I tell the kids when I I was working at Proctor earlier this year, uh it's important that you learn about the reality of what the world looks like, well, now, well, right? Yeah, like this yeah, is, yeah, so yeah. You learn proctor, yeah. You can't learn at yeah.
3: in, in various, other yeah. ways,
0: You know, schools. I tell these kids all the time because I, I sometimes work with the middle school kids, and those kids are like sometimes scared to go to Proctor, right? Like they're like, oh, I'm scared. The
4: reputation, yeah, has Like yeah. preceded it, unfortunately.
0: But I try to tell them, I'm like, any high school you've ever seen on TV or in a movie, that's all a lie like yeah. all that Proctor is not at all like that if you want to be like a band nerd or you want to be a drama geek or you want to be like a hip hop head whatever you want to be you can
4: just kind of do it because there's other people who do that there you find your like how space big is, how big is the class size how big, big is yours
3: I uh, was well, you know I, this is 20 years ago we're talking for me now yeah. so. but you know the class size was big because I had, yeah, there was yeah. four hundred fifty kids in the
4: senior I mean, that's class. Crazy! Amazing. Our class
0: size when we graduated the, at in oh four I think we were like seven hundred kids uh, that's in a graduation. Yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine. That's just that. the senior so, class. It was crazy. We filled up the odds in graduation. But you can't crazy.
3: replace the kind of cultural mm. education you get at a place like Procter. Mm. On My my uh, soccer team yeah there was thirteen different nationalities. You still a soccer guy? Not
0: really. That's a shame. Really. Big soccer head. Now.
3: But you know so. Thirteen nationalities. Yeah, yeah, that's an education. Oh yeah,
0: you know what I mean. It's funny. It, it's funny because when you go to bigger cities, it's crazy to see the, the way that like, people react depending on how they grew up, right? You yeah. see like some real diversity out there, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> 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 All right, so Elise, I feel like we've uh, I've, I've let you here out in the cold for a minute. No, so no, let's... you guys
4: are reconnecting. No, well, so, it's good. Yeah. You well, know, I want
0: to I want to get into you as well here, so. Alyssa, uh, oh, so it's actually the first time I've ever met you, which is always interesting when I do interviews. Sometimes mm-hmm. I know people coming in, sometimes I don't. So let me get a little background on you. Are you also a born
4: No. Um, no, I'm in Mohawk Valley, but um, I went to school in Little Falls. Little Falls? Yep. What was that like? That was that was good. Um, yeah. I had a really nice education coming up. Our class size was much smaller. We were like 98 God, to like that's, 100 that's like for my graduating gross, class. Crazy. Did you know everybody? But yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, you know, like, well in all cases, yeah. but Sure. like, we all knew yeah, each sure. other, so. See, that's... <laughs> I knew
0: everybody. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the <laughs> that's crazy that's thing true. about... It. That, that blows my mind a little bit. Like, I remember, um, like, I mean, maybe, like, 50 kids. <laughs> I mm-hmm. Maybe. Just the crew. And even then, I only liked like, 30 of them. Yeah. Right? Tops. Tops.
4: That might yeah. be something about me. I mean, though. you have, like, fewer people to, you know, find your crowd with, so.
0: What were you... What was your crowd you in like high
4: school? Um... I was the quiet, bookish nerd one, but like I was, well, I was an art nerd and art nerd. Okay, like, but my painting? best, um, yeah, painting, uh, drawing, painting. Um, but in uh, later high school, I connected with um, a friend of mine who was a class above. Um, oh. There's dogs upstairs there's dogs around here. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Drexel! <laughs> Don't come. <through. laughs> um uh, a really good uh, flute player named Leslie mm-hmm. Kibica who was uh, a year above me and then my French teacher who played a lot of music and so my best friends in school besides like, you know, other people outside of school were the French teacher and mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> and so we we did a lot of um uh music together like women's trio kind of stuff and that so um later in high school i got much more into music than i had been before
0: were you playing mandolin in high school at all Mm -mm. did you pick that up recently
4: um fairly recently i picked it up in the last year of college um so it's it's been like 11 years or so now that i've been playing it where'd you go to college um, I went to for uh, two years to MB. And MB, I, excellent. Yeah, yes, that, and that was those were good years. I, <laughs> I was liked, there. I Thirteenth grade, man. I loved it. It was great. It was <laughs> awesome. Hey. And then, uh, you know, I love yeah, I love it. And then the other two years I went to Fredonia. So Fredonia. Okay.
0: you mm-hmm. uh, was Lord my favorite
4: grade. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: uh, was your major? If you don't mind me asking, I love that question.
4: Illustration. Illustration. Wow, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I was I was on the art path hmm. for quite a long time and that was my my goal for the most part um music has always been in my life and that's something i've always enjoyed but as far as career goes um i got a really good uh, uh graphics background computer graphics as well like all the adobe suite hmm. and so that's all so, like
0: that's all like like different language to I me mean, i look at it and it's just so like it's I'm, I feel sometimes like an old man in a young man's body, so sure. anything technological sort of <laughs> blows my mind sometimes. <laughs> so. It's all you get used to, it, I suppose. Well, let me ask you guys a question, because uh, I haven't quite tried to figure out where you guys connected initially. You Ferdonia Fredonia in college. You went to Proctor. Did you go to college after Proctor? Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to...
3: I was on the, uh, you know, the six-year-four college plan. Though. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: So I know how that works. Yeah, yeah. And in
3: fact, you know, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting, though. I have no regrets. Mm-hmm. Let me start off by saying that. But my first year, I went to NYU. Just oh, really? figuring out what I... I had just got. was into, just there last week, actually. I don't know if you recall, but I had just kind of gotten into ballet dancing. Really? Interesting. When I was in high school. Huh. And so, I kind of just fell in love with that, and I really wanted to do it. So, I went to NYU, mm. and, like, I was dancing in the city, and then I started auditioning for schools... I ended up going to uh, dance school in Germany.
2: Really? Yeah. Just, How long were
3: you out there? I just stayed there for a semester, though, because I just kind of wasn't feeling it. I came back home, I took a semester off, and, uh, my friends were living down on Howard Ave at the time, all my boys. and Howard Ave. That yeah, That was a crazy yeah. time. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, Howard Ave. Ooh, okay. And Talk to my co-host, about that. that. They they, burned um, They tore that house down. <laughs> that <race laughs> they couldn't the could could see there anymore. anymore. <laughs> it's not even there anymore. I, but, um... So then I went to uh, where the hell did I go? Oh yeah, no, the North Carolina School of the Arts. I was a ballet major. It was it's an incredible place. Mm. It's a little conservatory, a thousand students, for and this is junior high, high school, and college all on the same little campus. It was this little bubble in the middle of Winston Salem in like a crack hood, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. Uh, it was an amazing place, and I, I had like I just met amazing people, amazing friends. But uh, back to my school, I, I, I ended up dropping out when I was younger. I hurt my back skiing at the Parkway Mall Place. Wow, right? Parkway Ski, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it kind of caught up with me. You know, so I, I uh, went. I came home. Went to Utica College. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I majored in uh, you know philosophy because I'm a practical guy. with <laughs> ballet, <laughs> ballet and <of> philosophy. <laughs> so then you know I started uh, substitute teaching. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then I actually, actually I got my I ended up going on uh, getting a master's from UC. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm in that current master's program at UC. Nice, yeah, education. Yeah. Adolescent at 7 12. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was my. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was my. I
0: kind of fell into it because I had a history degree, and then I was like, well, what can I do with this history degree? Like, you can do this. I said, oh, all right, let's see. It runs in the family, I suppose. <laughs> um, so, let me. I, I would like you guys to, to paint the picture for me. 2007, where are you guys, and how did this all thing come together? Like, when, what were you guys doing at that
2: time? I don't know. Uh, go
4: ahead. <laughs> Um, so I had just graduated from Fredonia, um, I, uh, had gone to Morocco for two weeks oh. and come back and then, um, went out to a Burning Man, like, as a gift. Yes! I was like, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> and so, um, uh, but in between those things, between Morocco, I had come back home and, um some friends of mine who I'd met through, um, Adam Spiritolosi and, like, the, the, um, oh, God, name whoa, of the, whoa. the, I was, I was in, the, the cat wasn't, ca- I wasn't, <laughs> <in folk. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was oh, like, I focused, I wasn't focused. He's up, he's <laughs> <side, huh? Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Anyways, with oh, Adam, um, <coughs> there was, like, a, a party that, sure. with like, a lot of, like, the, the. Benny people. Brown? Is that what you're talking Yeah, about? the Underground, yeah. Oh, the Underground. Uh, underground Cafe.
3: No. Oh, wait, on Plain Street? No. No, it wasn't no. An underground cafe. It was like the rag-bomb theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of like a vaudeville
4: theater group. that he was putting <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah. So they had, a, like, an after-party or some such thing. you think it was the
3: other dude whose name I won't mention because he pulled a knife on me one time. Yeah, yeah.
4: We're yeah, we're yeah. So I'm not going to mention this one, asshole. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Not- yeah, okay. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> oh, sweet. That's okay, no, no, it's all right, it's
0: all everybody. good. Cool. You're free to say what you want, cool.
4: it's all right. <laughs> um, so, um, some friends of mine, we had met Jerry at one of these parties mm. mutually, and, um, you know, we were like, hey, how you doing? Kind of be as a musician, whoa, 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 whoa. so we all <laughs> <laughs> talked, and then, yeah, and then... I was then, singing music, that's the first yeah. thing I was Oh, that's how it's always going. It's not bass, you know, yeah.
3: music, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you got to start with music.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you've got to start with music. Like that actually works the way in, bro. Do you like music? Who doesn't like music?
0: Ladies, do you like music? My worst pick-up line.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I had left, um, so then I went to Burning Man after that. But I remember when I was away, I had gotten a call on my cell phone while I was out that... um, that you had found a stand-up bass randomly. I'd mentioned mm-hmm. to him that I was little interested little in me, yeah. playing music. Hmm. Um was like just mandolin. I was just like kinda of just picking up the mandolin and was Sorry, interested careful. in meeting some other musicians. You were a musician and you had gotten a stand up bass for the first time in like Since a, high a decade yeah, or exactly two. Like, like. School, yeah. and so you we were like, Yeah maybe we should get together and play some music and I was like no, All right.
3: you were you wanted a bass for Oubliette. Yeah. And, that was, then, was and like, then you yeah, got a yeah, hold yeah, of yeah, me and yeah, yeah. yeah. It was right at the cafe. You were wearing your lime outfit. Oh, you remember <laughs> my outfit? Was it a power yes. suit? Lime green. I, I wish. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's one of those so like, I faceless <laughs> No, It was just, like lime tights and lime. That lime girl. Remember that? You know what I'm talking about,
4: right? I think so. Yeah, it's been, it's been 10 years. So. So, well,
0: the name, well, when I was doing my research for this. Uh the, the genre title that keeps popping up with you guys is Progressive roots roots music. Now I'm, oh, I don't know what that means. I'm yeah. kind of curious. I grew up in like a punk. Well, because I was like a punk rocker guy, so right. for me that's like the kind of like I know all the subgenres of like punk rock, but I'm not as familiar. I was never like a big folk guy. Like I never understood like how to get the most out of an instrument acoustically. I was like an electric guy. like to hide behind that distortion. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's hard to kind of peg us down to a simple genre. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. noticed. What I usually say to people is. When I try to describe what we do, Mm. I say, first of all, we play music mostly from the 20s, 30s, and 40s, but we play music from every decade since 1900 Mm -hmm. to the current decade. And then I usually say we play basically swing and bluegrass.
0: So what was the process when you guys met deciding on this sort of idea? Did you guys find mutual interest in these fields, or was it just a...
4: It was mostly... Some mostly what I was bringing to the table because like for for a mandolin like if you're playing mandolin you're not gonna be playing like you know metal or anything like that it's kind of tending towards that style. Plus I'd been starting to get really interested. I had had like sort of a bluegrass background starting up. Um, My French teacher, who I mentioned earlier, she would bring us to the Gray Fox Festival, Mm -hmm. which is out um, past Albany a little bit, the best bluegrass festival in the Northeast. And so I was coming from that. And also, I had been getting really interested in early jazz, like like 10s, 20s, 30s jazz, and kind yeah. of like that really, really early roots American music. Um, and so, I brought this to Jerry, who was interested in just helping me provide like some backing tracks. We were just kind of casual, some open mics at that point. But, um, yeah, he we took it to so it really well. We
3: played well. like a first, or we played like a open mic, and, and then... People loved it and that was it. it. Just clicked and I ran with it. You mm. know what I mean? Like. Uh, and also
4: adding your own. The reason, the reason The reason really I go
3: for was planning on starting a band and like
4: gig. Do I I, every I, every I had a more casual <laughs> outlook to be yeah, like, like oh, you're no, the
0: driving
3: force. Like, like, we're doing it. Uh, well, that's one of the Coming things.
0: Along. One of the things that comes up a lot in the conversation about you guys when I was doing my research is uh, the amount of sound you guys produce in terms of just having the two instruments and vocals. Uh, mm-hmm. What's uh, what's the secret to that for you? Not the secret, I suppose, don't I give away your secrets. <laughs> but what's like? What, what do you guys focus on when you're working on songwriting and songcraft?
4: It's very organic when we when we do that. Like we kind mm-hmm. of just each bring our own set of aesthetics to Mm -hmm. the table Mm -hmm. um but one thing that we've kind of we've heard that a lot like just how much sound we produce for two unusual instruments like a a mandolin or standard bass or a strange pairing Mm -hmm. to be you know isolated that way but you get you get the high and you get the low like you get the low of the bass Mm -hmm. you get the high of the mandolin and then you get like the voices which kind of fill out the middle yeah so i kind of tend to think that that sort of
3: I always so, no, no no please don't. I always thought that the thing about us that kind of separates us is the there's a certain rhythmic quality. Other than Alyssa's voice, there you know if you're going to listen to the music, there's a certain rhythmic quality to it that I don't know. It's just very because uh, your background very, like you're very trumpy, rhythmic, it's like very mm. catchy. It's got a you know it's got its own unique kind of feel to it. Mm. Yeah.
0: So uh, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. It's like a big. Uh, I was. I have a yeah. group punk rock background. We used to run anywhere between like uh, four to five people on stage at a time, right? Like two guitars, bass, drum, keyboard. Two guitar, three guitars, <laughs> bass, drum, keyboard, depending on the song. And we always. I've argued over the years on many sides what the magic number is with the band. Is it? Mm-hmm. I've been down to two. I've been well. Not a one. Oh, no. but That's not a band anymore. That's a solo <laughs> act, and then that's something else. But. Um, do you feel like two was the right number? Have you ever thought about expanding that to a larger size or was it did two just seem right?
4: We've definitely thought about it like um, over the years. it's been yeah. hard to find the right third to 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 fit into what we already had going on. We've had like a ton of guests over the years mm-hmm. and as we've gone on we've we've found, the musicians we're looking for. Sure. Um, like, we, we expand occasionally into uh, the Super Doves and mm. the Rusty Doves bands, <laughs> yeah. like, which adds, like, three pieces, nice. like, two or okay. three pieces cool. to ourselves. Yeah. Um, but for the majority of what we've done, like, two has seemed like a very, the, a right number for mm. a lot of situations. Yeah, it's great
3: because, you know, just logistically. Oh, yeah. It's way easier oh, yeah. to deal with this one. You know what I mean? Mm. And, you know... You, make, you, know, you have to split the money only mm-hmm. two ways. So, you know, logistically, you, you end up making, I would say, average, you know, an average, is more
4: like money. Is that
0: the most lucrative number? It, <laughs> oh, no, one is certainly yeah. the most lucrative number. Yeah. one right? like, com- well, one's not
3: a band. One's not a band. Yeah. It's a band. What,
0: it's one if you, what if you have a studio band, though? Does that, does that count if you're one with, the studio with a studio if band? We're band, like band? I mean, Mar- is Bruno Mars one
3: guy? I, as long as you have live <laughs> you can replicate music. Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as you're out there live.
0: Uh, when so I grew up. Uh, I'm a, I'm a young. I'm a little bit younger than you guys. I'm gonna assume. I, I know I'm a little bit younger than you. I'm not gonna guess your age. It's, it, it's rude to guess people. I am thirty one. Okay, I'm only one
4: year older than you. Okay,
0: all right. Uh, for me, growing up playing in the bands, I always think of like the hometown venues. To me, the places I played the most. Uh, I played it. I played at the Dev uh, mm-hmm. early on, sort of, but then not so much later because I wasn't playing in bands as much. But Electric Company certainly was very big mm-hmm. for me. Uh, uh, Captain Trips before it got torn down was a huge spot, but also yeah. uh, Virgo Bats and Plant Street. Yeah. Those are the places I always think of. Did you guys? Did you guys cultivate any like hometown venues over time? Places you felt super comfortable going back to over and over? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, we're the
3: first band to ever play in Now Creek. Really? And we've played oh, yeah. there right straight through. Mm-hmm. We just played there for New Year's. Yeah, that was great. And good. you know, yeah, they're great folks. That's a uh, one. You know, that's a we love Now
4: Creek. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you know played at the tram like a lot like starting out like they they were uh a big well, like, Start there,
3: kind
0: of. Mm-hmm. Robin is like my my mm-hmm. wa- she's my white wa- whale on the show. I cannot get her to come on. She's very no. shy about it, and I'll, so I'll, many uh, people budget. reference her. Like I can't tell you how many people oh, come yeah, on the show yeah, and man. talk about how important she was, mm-hmm. and it is still to this day. So well, yeah. she's
4: always provided that venue, yeah. that space for mm-hmm. anyone. It's it's very hard for musicians around here. Like there are there are very few open mics oh, that's or that's anything awesome. like that's that's supportive mm-hmm. in the way they are there, and mm-hmm. so. I just want to mention the
3: you know one place that it's it's kind of funny that we uh another place that we kind of got started was uh <laughs> we had uh, J, you know you know Jay Brady Jay the mandolin Brady. player from Floodwood I know like, I wrote Floodwood he yeah, played, I, you know he's played with us a bunch yeah, yeah. of times where, but he used to have a bistro on Jenny a great little you know bistro, mm. Brady's bistro Brady's Bistro and bistro. he would bring us in for like yeah. Sunday brunch and yeah. he would be in the back <laughs> cooking like waffles and then he'd come out with his mandolin oh and man out. so that was a that was way back, back before that was it sounded actually, any good. Actually, that was actually under a different uh, name. We didn't mm. have, uh, we didn't start oh out bad. as Rusty Dogs. I'm and glad you bring it up.
0: We were Concordia. Concordia?
3: Concordia. Ooh, that's pretty, it's intense. <laughs> yeah, I remember though, we played the <laughs> EC. Concordia. We were playing the EC open mic, and Z was just like, yeah, hey, up next we got, uh, you know, what the
4: fuck is this, Jerry? You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> he was like,
0: yeah, okay, see, we'll change it. I got you. Uh, <laughs> So I, I was actually going to ask you, uh, why the Rusty Doves? Where would you get the name from?
4: Um, that was something that just kind of free association mm. came to me. I was trying to think of something that was fairly rootsy and like. Yeah. Someone's got a steampunky vibe to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Um. And so mm. the 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 rusty is kind of a bit of a double mm. thing. Um. The, the music that we play is yeah. kind of old yeah. and rusty there. And um and then just from being around here, like I've heard this area referred to as the Rust Belt. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, it's part of the Rust Belt. Yeah. So that's kind of something that... Fit into that and then one of my, Doves.
0: you know, it's a good one. One of my favorite local terms is the burned over district. I, no, I, I definitely named a oh. fake. When I was doing that, when I was doing my weird uh, New York City stuff with my buddy Adam, and we we're just like two guys in it with a moog, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we were naming all sorts of weird stuff. <laughs> oh, this is the burned over district EP volume <laughs> <laughs> two, whatever. It was yeah. a weird time to be a musician. <laughs> right. um, let me ask you guys, Do you ever feel this is something I always think sometimes, and I think maybe it's just the Adrian we all uh, a, a, a sort of fallen into, right? Mm. Um, I feel like a man out of time when it comes to music sometimes, and I always did. I felt like if I had been born a little bit earlier, I would have caught the cusp of, like, playing live more. People like to go out and see live music for uh, uh, more. If I had been born a little bit later, right, I could have caught the wave of, like, the digital stuff and learned how to record stuff before I wasted a lot of money on it. Do you ever feel that way sometimes? Like, we, I, I wonder if that's something that musicians share, if that was just something I thought of.
4: <laughs> I definitely... Felt more drawn to older styles mm-hmm. of music. Yeah, um, I, I really like a lot of new stuff. Like I'm really into like you know like indie, like oh, sure. s- sort of sure. stuff too. And the newer you're rocking the other things. Oh yeah, yeah, well, thank you. But there's like such a sincerity to like the older music that really draws me to that mm. versus um, some of the newer like yeah. pop in it. I mean, as far as I never really felt out of place
3: because when I was growing mm. up, man. Police, yeah, the you police, in <laughs> like the eighties. I mean, mm-hmm. That was my first concert. And, you know, nice. Police synchronicity, yeah. and so
0: God, you jumped the gun, man.
3: I asked that question later on. Oh, oh, first shoot, concert, man. was, so, sorry, we'll actually, I'll still actually, be surprised. You know for what? You. I kind of, I, 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 I stress the <laughs> truth on that a little bit. You know, I, that's the one I really want to be my first concert. But ask me later.
0: I you will know, explain okay.
3: that to you. Okay.
0: Well, uh, we gotta talk about uh, Saturday, March eighteenth, uh, seven p.m. to eleven at the track side. It is your ten-year anniversary show, and also, uh, Alyssa, it's your bond by I show. You guys are calling it uh, ten-year career. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I'm, not, I'm. You know. No comment. No.
4: Just <laughs> I wish you were the best. So why are you, you're heading out? Uh, you're heading back west. You're out west. Um. Oh, out west. Um. Yeah. To Seattle. Seattle. Um, nice. For for a few years. Um. I never went too far away from home when mm. I mm-hmm. like yep. like was going to college, and that. when that. I might have like gone elsewhere, like the it was two thousand seven and mm. the recession hit, and yeah. you know you have to hunker down. So <laughs> I just want to um,
3: announce on your show, Sam, I am going to have a surprise for Alyssa. I'm actually going to be moving out to Seattle with a boyfriend, so we oh, can yes.
0: keep the dream
3: alive. That, that'd be a great sitcom. The Rusty Doves in one. That'd be a good sitcom.
0: <laughs> I'm into that. How um,
3: about remember way back when we were gonna. Like this is year two when we're gonna move to
4: Portland. <laughs> Portland. Yeah, yeah. Happened to that? Portland's hot. Well, days. the recession happened to that. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and yeah. Everything
0: else. So. Uh, m- uh, the girl who used yeah. to be the hosts, uh, one of the co-hosts on the show, uh, Mara, she just actually left two shows ago. She's uh-huh. moving. She moved to Florida. Yeah, she moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi Mara. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Mara. We love her. Yeah. Uh, Mara, and she was very conflicted about it when she brought it up to us. She's like, you know, I just, I, I don't want to leave but, like, I, I never left anywhere. I was like, "How?" she's, like, 20, 23, 24 years old. I'm like, it, what are you doing around here right yeah. now? You're doing photography, yeah. sort of freelance. You're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Why not go do something yeah. in c Because I, I got to say, like, I left for seven years. I went for, I left here, went to Brooklyn, which isn't that far away. Mm-hmm. But I'd spent seven years in It's a whole other world, It, though, it, it, it felt like New a York different city, world. So, yeah. I, I was there last week. It took me, like, 15 minutes to turn back into New York City, Sam, just, like, bumping past people, ignoring like <laughs> <laughs> folks. Uh, <laughs> no, so, um... Are you gonna pursue anything out there music wise as well while you're out there? Or?
4: Probably a little bit. Mm. Um, but I've um I went to school for art. Sure. And yeah. so there's a big part of me that has mm. really just missed doing that. And that takes like a good amount of like creative energy. Mm. Like sometimes you have to focus on one thing over another. Mm. And so I I there's stuff that I really wanna do with mm. my art before sure. You know, I get I did get distracted with who knows what else after that. Um, and Seattle's a big scene for that, like it's a big graphics. It's like yeah. a lot of like you know, webcomics and illustrators that mm-hmm. are in that crowd, so I'm excited to to check that out. While you're out there, do me a favor, check out a Seattle Sounders F C game.
0: They're yeah. the uh, MLS soccer champions. Definitely oh, worth nice. sh- definitely worth a shot. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Jerry, what about you, my friend? What's next for you now? You gonna produce some more music or something you know,
3: else? You know, um, I'm not sure. I was really. I mean, this is our, this is our tenth year, so mm. I've been really married to this project. I mean, it's mm. like the, been the best thing I've ever mm. been part of. Mm. But other, otherwise, you know, um, I've been involved in a lot of other projects. Sure. So it's not. You know, I know there's other projects mm. out there. In fact, you know, I have. I've had uh, people asking me yeah. to play and sit in and all that type of thing. Mm. So i was good. I have some gigs already lined up. You mm. know, so. Yeah.
0: When I the last time I did like a major band breakup when Blueprint sort of scattered and we went our different ways, uh my big thing was I used like I joined any band yeah. that was the exact opposite of anything I've ever done. Like right. I was playing guitar and singing. So i joined a cover band and wore a and played bass yeah. and wore a mask. That's, I was a, I had a Mexican wrestling number, like, I uh, like persona. I, it was pretty good.
3: I, I can I know it's just like I tend to be able to reinvent myself, you know, with, with a different type mm. of band. Like before yeah. I met Alyssa I was doing reggae. Yeah, yeah. Before that, it was like the yeah. funk jazz thing.
0: So, <laughs> no, I got into the uh, I got into the the Pink uh, Pink Floyd Daft Punk phase for a while. That was the last real yeah. when I was like, we had we bought this move and we were just like, yeah, we could we could do what they do. No, <laughs> we could not do what they do. They're very talented. <laughs> uh, so, guys, real quick, again, one more time, Saturday, March eighteenth, seven PM to eleven at the Trackside, ten year anniversary and Bon Voyage show. Uh, come out and see. it. It's going to be a great time. Uh, you guys are obviously super, super talented, and it's, it's uh, been a pleasure to have you guys here for 10 years in the city doing your thing, Thank you. uh, and we're excited to see what goes next for you guys. But now, before we do anything else, it's time for the lightning round. These are the yeah, same yeah, six yeah. questions we ask everybody who's been on our interview show. Uh, so in this case, because there are two of you, we're going to ping pong back and forth, and we're also going to do it serpentine. So uh, oh. we'll see how this goes. All right, so Jerry, we're going to start with you. Uh, Jerry D., in the morning, when you wake up, how do you take your coffee? Black. Black. Another check on the black coffee tally machine. That's been the runaway favorite. Uh, Alyssa, can you change that? How do you take your coffee in the morning? It's
4: it's black now. It has black. to be good coffee, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm.
0: black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I think that's like, a, I hated black coffee when I was a younger person. Now as I get older, I, I'll drink black coffee in front of like the students and stuff. Mm. Uh, and they'll be like, that looks gross. And now I do, it has like a badge of honor. I'm like, it's amazing. You just uh, don't get it yet <laughs> because you're not fully developed humans. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a big yet yeah. uh, So we're going to stick with you on this one. Uh, what was your first automobile?
4: Oh, um, Ford Taurus, a green Ford Taurus. Ooh, oh, right. was it a four-door? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah I got a Ford yeah, Taurus no, out I, was, there. I was spoiled,
0: I, I enjoyed that. car. <laughs> uh, Jerry, what about you, first automobile?
3: 1976,
0: Volkswagen, Transporter. That makes so much sense. It's the, it's the <laughs> ultimate, you couldn't oh, have told sure me it it anything else. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to assume uh, you may or may not have taken this car to see your first Live music event. What was that? No, man, because
3: my first real live music event, other than dressing up like Kiss and uh, playing, like, air guitar with a hockey stick at my grandfather's restaurant on stage. Classic. Classic. It was, uh, my dad took me mania. Beatlemania mania. alright awesome uh, that's a good start what's the Syracuse theater there the landmark, the landmark Syracuse, theater, yep. I, st- I had the picture of me under the landmark oh six I think <laughs> six or seven you know that's a good age well really out. I like to tell people it was the police synchronicity. Yeah. my dad took me 1984 yes. February 2nd for my 10th birthday carrier dome 3,000
0: people oh man <laughs> that's a good that's way to start like a good way to start you your know? life yeah uh, so, Lizzie, what about you Oops, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Listen. First concert? Yeah, first concert. First live music concert. I think... What's
4: that? The one... The, the, the re- yeah. <laughs> um, Guster. Guster. Guster oh, up here in Utica. Man. Yeah, I had a group of friends
0: that... Um, what's up the good. one... There's the one Guster song I listen to all the time. Diane. That's the one. Yeah. That's, that's a great a, song. That's a good That one shows one. about yeah, my that, shuffle. That album, here, right. you know? Uh, my sister probably likes that album mm-hmm. uh, alright so uh, I'm going to stick with you for this one uh, this could be any of the four give me one book, album, movie or television show you are currently reading listening to or watching
4: oh there's so much <laughs> <laughs> that's a wide wide net because
0: um, well, no one ever picks books so I have to put albums and movies yeah.
4: and um, <laughs> I'm starting to read a uh, Book called Hunters and Collectors, which mm. is it's like a sci-fi, fantasy, weird fiction mm. sort of a mashup about a gastronome who mm. travels intergalactically, um, looking for the best restaurant in the universe. Nice. Um, things go really south <laughs> at some point, <laughs> I'm told. So I'm excited to see how that turns out. <laughs>
0: Hunters and Collectors. Uh, Jerry, I can do the thing for you again if you'd like. Uh, I
3: mean, I, I'm I'm listening
0: to. Uh, <laughs> I like to do a good spiel, though. It's fun.
3: Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no. Uh, book, album, movie, or television show you are currently reading, listening to, or watching. Boom! Oh, that was good. I like that, that one. smooth. It's fun.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm listening to... I just saw uh, a band. local mm-hmm. local band out of Syracuse. Root Shock. Mm-hmm. Root they Shock. They played my wedding. I got married in October. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, I was going to bring man. that up to you, man. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge reggae fan. I, I mm-hmm. love reggae. I love it. Mm-hmm. And anyways... um. The, the bass player in this band, I was in. I used to be in a band with him on in Syracuse mm-hmm. called the Hot Steppers. Anyway, there it was an awesome band, seven-piece mm-hmm. reggae band. Yeah. So I went to see them on Friday at Lukens, and yeah. they rocked the house. Oh yeah! And in and uh, Bill, the bass player, mm-hmm. you know, threw me a CD. So that's been on my list, and I've been really into it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just, you know, since my days of playing with Bill, like the, the, his new project is mm-hmm. just like it's it's beyond. They're working. so
0: good. Yeah. Awesome. They're really They've good. been really working hard. You can totally tell. Alright, so this one I'm going to have you guys answer together if you can. I'm going to set the scenario. Uh, you guys are the world wrestling intercontinental intergender tag team champions and you are making your way to the ring uh, and the crowd is chanting your name. Doves! 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 <laughs> yeah. uh, as you hold the belt up uh, <laughs> in glory and walk down to the ring, what song is playing in the background? Dun.
4: Dun, dun, dun. I know which one you're good. <laughs> I guess it's I had the tiger. <laughs> uh, That's too easy. Dun, dun. I, it just came we, to me. Can't. That comes to
3: everyone. I'll tell you, though. <laughs> it just came to me, right? It I want to say that we had that one three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. I know. All right, let me try something. That was an original one. But it this. just came to me. What do you want? How about... um, Hello, darkness, my... <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: can, I can get on board with that. <laughs> All right.
3: Who <laughs> choose the song? I don't know.
4: I like I'm, I'm yeah, I'm Simon gonna, and Garfunkel. Yeah, well, you like Garfunkel? Simon and Garfunkel? I'm a big fan of Simon and
3: Garfunkel. You know what question I really love? about the internet a few times, and mm-hmm. I just answer is, "What? Uh, what was it? So if you if you could if you could describe your, your last fart in a movie title, what would it be? <laughs> and mine is oh, I love mine. It's always
4: the Omen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say True Grit and pass that question along. Grit's so good, you know, man. It was a
4: uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> can i abstain?
0: Yeah. <laughs> abstain all right so um, abstain. all right it? so guys i do again i want to thank you guys so much for coming in and spending time with us it's been a real pleasure to have you on the show it's been a blast uh again saturday march 18th before we let you guys go i have one more question for each of you guys uh besides uh music besides uh community uh besides uh, everything the roots the rest of roots music everything you guys have been doing art uh give me one more thing that each of you guys are passionate about
3: my vintage glass, uh, nineteen seventy one Glasstron GT one forty three jet flight. It's a, it's a boat. Oh, I, I saw it. I was, yeah, yeah, I saw it. My It's I'm very sharp. Very <laughs> obs- I have an obsessive. I'm, I have a little, like obsessive personality. So you know, you can see I got the. the I was color, gonna ask you. The boat's yellow. What color is my, so? my hair? What right? color is my hair? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I go, I go big. But that's the that's idea. anyway, sorry,
0: yeah, that's, that was very impressive.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything qu- I'm not quite I don't think anyone's as passionate about anything as serious about us, boat but I really love to cook like that. Oh, nice. yeah. You got a, a you
0: got a cuisine style? You got anything
4: you like to do? Genre style, Italian it's She's good. it's all over. Like She's I good. I really like um I, really, I really like to make Asian
0: bread. Mm. bread Ooh, see, baking is the one that the only one that I'm like gunshot shy. Even mm-hmm. like uh, I like to pan fry. I like to cook on the stove. Well, I, I can't bake. I'm like terrified of it. We're
4: getting an instant pot soon, um, which uh, is mm. like an all in one like rice cooker, pressure cooker nice. as well, and among many other things. so I'm very excited about that guys
0: it's been a, uh, an eventful 10 years come out Saturday March 18th Thanks, man. hey it's a real pleasure we want to thank yeah, the community
3: for, for uh, letting
0: us oh. do this <laughs> for 10 years yeah. uh, people will be very excited that you guys are on the show I have a feeling so. <laughs> uh, folks we'll be back to the show Hope in so. just a moment
3: in restless dreams I walked alone streets
4: of Street land. I turned my collar To the cold and
3: damp When my eyes Were stabbed By the flash of a neon light with The sniffing And touched the sound Of silent And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people Maybe more
2: People talking without speaking, people hearing without listening,
3: people writing songs that voices never share. No one did
4: disturb the sound silence. And,
0: uh, and again, folks, if, uh, if, you, if you have the time, if you can make it, Saturday, March 18th, 7 p.m. at the Trackside, uh, the 10-year anniversary and Bon Voyage show for Alyssa, the final Rusty Dove show. Again, 10 years, it went by really quick. I, I can't, it seems like, I see them all the time. I saw them at so many places, just sort of everywhere, and just, it's about 10 years, man.
1: How long, how long are we in a band together for? when we were doing our All thing. All different bands, probably, uh, they're just in the same together. Yeah, to put context, like, we're, we didn't make it 10 years any bands, maybe did we? Jesus, maybe four years. Maybe four. That puts with, 10 we, in a lot me, yeah, yeah. with you and me, and a band together, I mean, I think we were probably playing extensively for probably closer to eight. Mm. But yeah, and then, Yeah.
0: Uh, And Parkinson, obviously, you're very pleased about Sign to Silence by Simon and Garfunkel.
2: Yeah. You know what? And because we're speaking of like bands and parting ways, that's the guy who made the right choice, right?
0: Rivalry (laughs) week, right? Yeah, Paul
2: Simon won that rivalry. How about it? He
0: made the right choice to part ways. (laughs) Uh, However, before we get into rivalry week, it's that time of the week that Kevin hates so, so much. Uh, It's history lessons. Uh, We got a lot of them this week. You ready? Whatever, man. All right. Uh, On this day in 1836, after 13 days of fighting, uh, the Alamo fell to Mexican troops in San Antonio. It was on April 21st at the Battle of San uh, Jaquito, I can't say that correctly, uh, that the actual Texas uh, Revolution came to a proper end. Also on this day in 1899, uh, Bear Company patented aspirin, making that money, making that cash cash. Uh, best day of
2: their life. Probably. Best day of their lives.
0: <laughs> uh, on this day, eighteen seventy-six, Alexander Graham Bell patents the telephone. Although, did he invent it? So I've heard. Yeah, I've heard he is not actually. Good stuff
2: it. on Netflix about that. Yeah. American genius. It's called. Watch it.
0: See, there you go. Parkinson's coming in with, with footnotes. It's on It's about these. all people who have invented this stuff and had their patents. He's one of them. On this year in nineteen, on this day in nineteen oh two, hundred and fifteen years ago, this is for all you soccer heads out there. FC Real Madrid was founded. One of the greatest soccer teams in the world. In the world. Second only to Everton, some say. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, on this day in 1980, Komodo National Park is established and declared a World Heritage Site initially to protect the dope, dope, super trill Komodo dragons.
1: the Komodo dragons. Yes, uh, but big now. Big Komodo dragon guy.
0: Big Komodo dragon guy. Now it is actually a full biodiversity sanctuary. Uh, <laughs> they needed to diversify. They needed to diversify, <laughs> diversify, diversify your lizards. Uh, on this day in 1987. Turns out you can't have just Komodo dragons <laughs> on the island. <laughs> On this day in 1987, uh, Mike Tyson unified the WBA and WBC boxing titles becoming the youngest undisputed boxing champion in history at 19 years old. He has only gone up Hill from there. Oh, going uphill for that and boxing.
1: Go on YouTube and watch old Mike Tyson videos. Mike Tyson was something else when he was young before he fell off the tracks. He has such a
2: tragic fall from the rape conviction and, like, the upbringing and just his... All that, the biting and all that stuff. But really, I think he gets kind of lost in recent years of, like, a true sports tragedy. Like, that dude was revolutionary to that sport and had one of the greatest downfalls of any athlete
0: ever. Whether you like him or don't like him, Mike Tyson is certainly one of the most fascinating athletes. Compelling
1: characters. Compelling
0: characters. Much like Charles Barkley. Like, another really compelling, surprisingly deeper than you you give them credit for character. But what has Tyson really done to keep people's allure? Like, Barkley's on TV. He's still on TV. Tyson's
2: everywhere. Tyson's everywhere. But Barkley's on, like, Every, for basketball Yeah, but Tyson had a had a traveling Tyson's like a one man character. show. Yeah. He,
1: Tyson yeah. has a tattoo on his face. Yeah, yeah but I know, but he's <laughs> he doing so the many Hangover. Bad things. I can see that's why the it. It Hangover
2: he, gave him a new n- sense of life. No, no, no the Hangover Main was street.
1: something that
0: he. Hangover was right time and place for him. Yeah. That movie is only whatever, but that moment in time for him was a good time and good place for him to make that appearance. Yeah. It's not to say that he wasn't out doing stuff. He had been touring the country doing like his story live yeah. in front of stages and people. Yeah, you know yes, what I mean. He he had a cartoon on the Adult Swim for a while. Like he was. Doing work, he did a lot to like get back into the world after everything went downhill. Tyson's a Tyson's a compelling is the word. He's a compelling character. Yeah. Uh, and finally, on this day in 2001, the Napster death spiral begins uh, as they blocked transfer of copyrighted material Napster for the was first time.
1: So cool! In Napster's prime. Napster was still like the coolest. I remember. I thought that was like magic when that happened. I'm like, is this? Are you? I can just get whatever, anything that I want is here, and I can. Have it downloaded in only forty seven minutes there was, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, 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 and
2: as long as nobody calls and interrupts this. Uh, that's the beauty it's weird with the internet as we were even just talking about in the first segment how far we've come you miss those things that used to be the Wild West like a Napster yeah. like those things that, there's some platforms that popped up on the internet. there was no holds barred until they got regulated Lime for all water. types of <laughs> yeah yeah, but, I mean even Twitter for a little while until it kind of correct like there's platforms that pop up where people. Just kind of explore, and, and that was a good one. I almost
0: assuredly destroyed my mom's first PC at that house oh, that I grew up on downloading. 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 Yeah. Like, I, I almost certainly,
1: I would have gone to jail at that time for all the stuff I downloaded. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, they never, you know, there were programs that came after things like, uh, you know, LimeWire, Kazaa, other things like that. But yep. they were all just poor imitations of Napster like, Napster, for being as simple as it was, I remember when it came out, you know, it was super, super simple. It looked like the Apple IIe, like, file menu. Yeah. And it was just... Like an old FTP it, client. Basically. Really. And yeah. it was great. And it was great. And, everything. Were, and, like, you didn't really get as many... You didn't see the viruses start to kick up as hard that I noticed, at least until it was like LimeWire, yeah. is Napster would never had movies. Yeah. Once people started trying to download movies, whatever kind of movies they were downloading, that's where they would go getting all sorts of viruses. I think a lot of people shredded their parents' PCs with limeware yeah. were all in high school. Oh, yeah, destroyed. A whole generation
0: of computers wiped out and destroyed because of LimeWire. Yes. Um, so I want to talk very quickly uh, about the Knicks and something they did this week. This this is the New, New York Knicks. Knicks. The New oh, York okay. Knicks. Okay. Um, did you guys read about this, about what happened? I was reading you all the tweets yesterday, all the, the yeah. bad, angry
2: tweets from people. So like the Knicks the- are getting
0: a lot of hate, because in the first half of a game this weekend against the uh, um, the Warriors, who it's always important to remember, the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead to the Cavs in the finals, very important to remember that at all times, but uh, the Knicks were playing the Warriors in New York, and a... I don't know if it was like a disclaimer popped up on top of the, the screen. Yeah, before, something went yeah, wrong. Which No, no, no. Well, they basically said, <coughs> we're turning off all the sound in the game so the fans in the crowd can hear the... can, like, experience the game at its most... Like, they tried to do this existential, like, we're gonna get rid of all See, the songs and, it and music and noise. It's just for be, a
2: half I would have bought into it. I think they had a major malfunction and tried to spin it off. You as, think they did? Yeah, and then the second half they got it fixed and be like, all right, back to the loud music and cheerleaders, you know? Yeah, something yeah.
1: doesn't add up there. Yeah, why yeah. just
2: a half? Why yeah. not a full Sunday yeah. basketball game of no sound at so, all?
0: So, no sound during warm-ups and stoppages and play in the first half, uh, creating a silent setting that was more fitting for a middle school than a nationally televised NBA game. I didn't like it, Nick's big man Christoph Porzingis said. Uh, that's all he said. That was his whole quote. I did not like it.
2: very <laughs> limited vocabulary still. He's working on
0: it. Um, Draymond said, quote-unquote, that was pathetic. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it changed the flow of the game. It changed everything.
2: So it's home court advantage. <laughs> Draymond Draymond did not had... play for the Knicks, so Dray... he, he was the suffer yeah. to the home court advantage.
0: I here's the thing: I kind of understand, like, I in 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 a way, I'm like, I, it would be kind of cool to be able to like hear like the
1: and then in mix- another way, are you immediately like it's Madison Square Garden? It's huge. You can't hear a damn thing. Well, you, it's probably just people yelling about how they should fire Dolan. Just be a screaming about yeah. what yeah. it, it at the That's where I, was, I mean, was reading
2: you those tweets yesterday, and they're like, uh, oh, Knicks fans are I used think, to no entertainment at MSG." I, I think the New York Knicks
1: just want one day this season where the talk is about something besides how horrible, inept, mm-hmm. and incompetent they are.
2: It's the new way everybody does everything. It's just to throw out... <laughs> A quick thing that gets everybody diverted, so the Charles Oakley, all that stuff goes away. We we all we can all do it now. It's it's,
0: it's all it takes now. Dis- this then. is a distraction. This is a distraction generation. I'm gonna hold my hand up here and do something crazy. I'm gonna punch you in the dick with this other hand. Exactly. That's my plan. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's Does move it on. get
2: worse for the next though? Just briefly. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. We but haven't
0: seen the bottom.
2: Really? Oh Yeah.
1: I just I, it's submersible is still going down. It's one of those things
2: like where can it go from
1: here? And it keeps getting worse. I don't want to talk about it. Just watch. Keeps getting worse. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about something else. Uh, let's talk
0: about uh, let's talk about uh, Elon Musk and the Tesla company. How about that for a second? He should buy the Knicks. How about? It? Oh my God! Oh, that would make my life. Uh, yeah, so all the energy run the through s- there.
2: So they have all the uh, music all the time. Uh, I'm just gonna get the Knicks and
0: move them to the moon. <laughs> the, the Moon Knicks. Yo, let me tell you. No I would gravity get, on the I would the definitely. They just changed their logo to from a basketball to a moon with the same NYK what? logo on it, and I would yep. get it tattooed everywhere on my body. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Moon Knicks. <laughs> moon nicks all right let's move on Uh, so tesla uh tesla cars are planning on releasing its model s sometime in the middle of 2017 it is it is their first car that is under uh that is affordable thirty five thousand dollars is the starting price for it uh their most affordable car at the point before this was sixty eight thousand dollars are you interested in a thirty five thousand dollar tesla car
1: as much I have, as I
2: am with cell phone, you guys. I
1: have a really, really snide answer for that that I'm not going to give in the air, but remind me afterwards what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, not no. At 35000 that's still not... You can't pitch a $35,000 car as affordable to me. I understand that's a car that people can afford. You can make certain, mm. you know, in, you can even make certain sacrifices. You can get there even if you're not like... You know, wealthy, whatever, but thirty-five thousand dollars is still not a good starting point for a vehicle that you want to be adopted by twenty-four-year-old hippies. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like it's, there's uh, gotta get the price point lower. Tesla coming, yeah, coming at twenty-two, yeah, and you have my attention. I think their goal for the longest time had to be under thirty, so it's kind of disappointing if that was the
2: case. I think because I've read they're under thirty for a long time, so they're still over that. But it's when I was going back to the craft brewer, I've talked to you, Kev. Not everybody needs to open up their own little shop. Just be the guy that makes the bottle, you know? And then, so you're the bottling operation all the crap So Tesla should just sell their technology and their parts to current existing things and get them into cars and just kind of mold it together so we'll have so affordable, energy-efficient cars.
1: Instead of Tesla trying to make their own cars, you're saying that they should go into business selling parts of their technology from their cars to like Chevy and Ford yes. and whoever? Mm. Okay. Okay.
2: There's sure. a better market because one $35,000 car and then a bunch of 70000 It's not going to get, it's not going
0: to change anything. Right. You're going to have a very small Elon amount of seems like he wants that. Elon's got a lot of hands in a lot of places. Like, not only does Tesla make the cars, there's also the Tesla Glass division that develops the glass they're making. that's also used in the cars. It's also used in the solar panels that they use for the solar. T- it's like, geez, man. All the How patents. Do you breathe. Owns all the patents. All right. Every one of them. Alright, so let's uh let's get into let's get into Rivalry Week. Uh this was something I sort of pitched to myself today when I was thinking about it. Uh, I've been actually totally, totally intrigued by this show that's coming up on FX about Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. This huge oh, yeah? show. I'm totally into it. Uh, I read a lot of stuff on the internet about it this week. And the guy who writes the show is this guy, Ryan Murphy. He's just some, mm-hmm. just some guy. Who knows Ryan
1: Murphy? I don't know Ryan
0: Murphy.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: You do too. Yes, you do. What's he from? Ryan Murphy has done American Horror Story. He did Glee. He did this show, popular. That I never watched it back Mary in the Horror day. Story. You should. Um, he's done was, a couple other things yeah. too. So when well, yeah, Ryan I mean, Murphy I mean, and Brad Falchuk yeah. have a couple things, yeah. that. what's that? Yeah. He was in Veronica Mars, was he? Uh, I don't no, think, think so. so but you no. can talk me into it. Yeah. Well, anyhow, uh,
0: I've been kind of intrigued by this show, against all better judgment, because I don't believe I'm the target audience for this show. But it seems pretty fascinating, and I'm into uh, I'm into feuds. I like feuds. Uh, so I put up a poll on Twitter. Because Ryan Murphy has said that if they go forward with this show, it's not just going to be Hollywood stories. It's going to be feuds from all facets of life. Yeah. So it got me curious about what other feuds we would like to see showcased in the future. I came up with three that I'll spit at you guys, unless you guys have any that jump off the top of your head real quick. Okay, go. Um, I put out Tupac and Biggie, obviously. Seems like one uh-huh. I'd want to watch right uh al capone and bugsy marone uh his rival uh gangster that ended in the saint valentine's day massacre kind of mm-hmm. the end of chicago mobs and then the one that got the most traffic so far since i put the poll up is nikola tesla versus thomas edison yeah that'd be a good one
2: watch that american genius show now that this keeps coming up i'm telling you people battle mm-hmm. feuds it's it's mm-hmm. you like it
0: uh, there were a few more I thought about putting on there, uh, like Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr, but I feel like... They've already settled it. They're jumping on that now. they already got a musical about they're it. They're all over They're it. all over yeah, Hamilton. Those two settled their own difference then. and Right then they and there. They figured it out. <laughs> uh, settled they, in all <laughs> in <laughs> Joseph, Joseph and, Leo, TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joseph and the Leon TV. Joseph Stalin and Leon Trotsky. That was another one, but that's just for the history buffs, uh, I feel like. It's There's
2: probably a lot of good history ones I feel like you can make an argument for. However, will you get it historically accurate, probably not. What
0: are your thoughts on Chris Brown versus Drake? There's one for you. Chris Brown versus Rihanna. No, oh, that's not very nice. That's uh, not a nice thing to say to our what? viewers. All right. <laughs> I think they have a feud. They do have a feud. Uh, yeah, so who's you got any personal rivals, Parkinson? Or any rivalries that come to mind when you think about rivalries? Look, like who's my rival? Oh, you have <laughs> your, your list of rivals could go on indefinitely. You're,
4: the, yeah, you're, they the, could. you're
0: at the top of your own list. Who's <laughs> sitting right next to me here? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kev? You ever had a rival?
1: Um, or a feud? I've, I've had, I mean, I've dabbled in some, some feuds here and there, I suppose. I don't know if I've ever had, like, a, I feel for it, for it to be a rival, it has to be, like, a long-standing thing. Mm. Like, you can't have, like, just a short little, like, six months rivalry. That's not your rival, that's a feud. But, like, yep. a rival is somebody who, for but ten him. years, you're like, here he mm. comes again. Here comes this guy. Yeah, you know it. what I mean? This guy, yeah. I don't know if we've ever had somebody like that, did we? Did we have musician feuds? We
0: didn't really have good musician feuds.
1: No, it was all just, like, dramatic kids who were overexposed to internet mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know if we had any rivals. Should we start a feud? 100%, yeah. I think... Mm -hmm. Do you
2: feel like That there's always Like mini feuds That pop up here Like between Even though they're not Like intense ones But someone's always like Oh another pizza place Fuck that place You know what I mean Like is there any good Utica feuds you think
0: Oh probably tons
1: Yeah But no a few It it can't be That's one side Or like a rivalry That's one side
0: I would say like well we talked about like the hemstraw Holland Farms that's like a half moon rivalry that's like a friendly rivalry like no one really that's cares that's just the debate is no that a blood pl- on that line I no-
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. It's just I'll, true. I'll put it this way I'm sure there are plenty of rivalries out there uh, maybe there are. But I bet the the general public are not privy to the majority yeah. of them. Mm. That's as much as I'll say. So about am is there
2: any off the top of the There it?
1: are certainly rivalries, but they're not ones that get like public play. Like you know, behind the scenes, people like personally like this is a small enough area where a lot of people know a lot of people. You know what I mean? Didn't we have a feud with the Doppler Effect? Shout out to Mike May, he's my buddy, but
0: that no. wasn't a feud, no. was it? No, we just didn't like each other.
1: Yeah, we did barely even. Uh, yeah. Doppler. I didn't like effect the way they. The name so, of the band?
0: Well, we had bad band names as well. We were the Blueprint to the. L- Two very hard-sounding bands getting ready to fight. That would have been a boring fight to watch. All right, let's move on. Uh, rivalry week. If you guys have any good rivalries, share them with us. Or vote on the poll. See what you guys think you'd like to see is the dopest rivalry. I feel like I'm just infinitely interested by Nikola Tesla. I could I could listen to anything about I Nikola wish Tesla. That,
1: I wish that there was more Tesla, like, actually Nikola Tesla, not just, like, fake Elon Musk stuff. I wish that there was more out there about Tesla. Yeah. And I wish he hadn't gotten... <laughs> I don't know, like, he's one of the most interesting people to read about in history that I've ever read about. I like reading about people. All right. And, uh, and because we're going
0: to close out the show one more time here, uh, we can do a new game. New game I came up with. I saw five movie trailers this week for dope summer 2007 big time movies that are coming out. 2017? Uh, 2017. 2017. 2017 films that are coming out. Uh, so we're going to play Hype Machine. I'm going to give you guys the movie. You're going to give me a one through five ranking of whether you
1: are hyped to see this movie or if it is... Un- I have a rival. Real quick. So sorry. Uh, Kelly Yacco. Do you remember Kelly Kellyako Kelly Yacco was our rival. That drum teacher guy, Kelly Yacco, yes. Personally, my rival yes. still out there. He that was know. the
0: rival. We did have a rival. That guy <laughs> sucks. All right, go ahead. All right, boom. Kelly <laughs> Suck it. Still, <laughs> 20 years later. I'm still mad. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, so, movie number one. Uh Logan starring Hugh Jackman getting a lot of buzz. A lot of people saying it's gonna be really good. Wait, what's the one in the five though? One is the lowest one though? is lowest, five is highest.
1: Five is most stoked. One, one is, is least, least stoked. stoked. Okay. Kev, what do you think? How hyped are you for Logan? Um I was a four i I'm probably a five now after the reviews came out. Mm-hmm. I actually wasn't initially. This is a movie that I was like, ugh,
0: the last X-Men movie was so terrible, and the last Wolverine movie yeah, was so terrible. Yeah, but you could terrible. tell they were doing a thing. This looks like a good movie, and I've heard, and the positive buzz is getting me more and more hyped. I started at like a three, and I'm probably at a five on this movie, I have to be honest. Parkinson? One. You don't watch any movies. You don't care. You don't no, I don't, I don't like superhero movies. I don't care about X-Men, that's for sure.
2: I just he literally, like literally, what, I don't care for action. Like, I just, it's not my thing.
1: Well, I'm I don't cut, care.
0: Well, I'm cutting you out of the segment then because all four of these are action <laughs> superhero type movies because that's what people watch these days. These are the movies that get made. Parkinson's. People
1: watch a lot of movies, but these are the ones that I feel like have the widest breadth of people that see them, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? They oh, yeah, for sure. Little tiny movies, but then yeah. you're only getting one person who's listening. All right, so let's move on to the next hype pick. Oh, I'm going five
0: on that one as well. So we went five, five, and one yeah, yeah. for Parkinson. Great five five one all right how about well, you uh they have been terrible movies like leading up you couldn't even get me hyped talking about how you were hyped for it i'm hyped for all these movies first off number next movie uh kong skull island they're bringing back king kong and they're packing it with john goodman and samuel L. jackson and john c riley and then uh brie larson who big fan uh hard four hard four on that movie Hard four. <laughs> this is another movie that i was like i can't believe they're making this movie this movie has really good marketing all of their like advertisements and movie posters and artwork is based on like apocalypse. Now it's got a really heavy like Vietnam vibe to it. Uh, you, I was just gonna bring. Uh, is this gonna
2: be one of those ones that's being? Do you think produced in overseas? And is being remade
0: for more of an international I don't market so. versus no, the United no, States. No, no, no. This is, like a, this is the start of a... This is like the number two movie on a potential franchise that they're trying to push oh, with. Like, okay. There's like the Godzilla movie that Legendary made, and then yeah. now there's King Kong, and there's going to be another Godzilla movie, and there's going to be King Kong versus Godzilla, which I'm hyped for, but nobody else is probably really hyped for. Kev, how hyped you on a potential King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Uh, whatever, man. It'll definitely be a thing that exists. You'll I'll probably it watch it. <laughs> so four and four... One still for you, Parkinson? You don't care I about King I guess I would be
2: more interested in it than... Uh, than Logan? Yeah. That's a very, very, very bottom movie for me. All
0: right, another superhero movie. Deadpool 2 trailer came out. People are all over this but, on Reddit. You're very hyped uh, for... <laughs> I'm hyped for Deadpool. <laughs> the first Deadpool movie is so much better than it has any right to be. Yes. It's, uh, it's really funny. I wanted to watch it again last week and couldn't find what platform had it available, so I just didn't watch it. I think it's on HBO.
1: It is. Yeah. Uh, Parkinson, do you care at all about Deadpool too. Did you see Deadpool? Mm-mm. You would like Deadpool. <clears throat> yeah. yeah you would definitely like Deadpool. I, I got a tell-
2: lot of stuff to watch before I get into this action, genre. I'm just but a, it's too, too that busy stack top-heavy. You're
1: also it's also like wildly generalizing to just yeah. say like oh, this action because like there are there's very different movies like Deadpool's a very different movie. Then any and of you other. go watch it again. I, I might watch it again. I'm just saying, well, like no, because I know it's your thing to say you don't like things that you don't know anything about, but I'm telling you you're missing out.
2: I just I didn't I i I'm not unfamiliar with Deadpool. I mean we just sat there and watched the the tra- I watched the trailer with you guys. Like just that stuff it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. I don't have any backstory or context to it. Like Ryan Reynolds like maybe in other other things, but like we're talking on a on a height meter. Would I watch it? Sure, but I'm not gonna get excited to see it, you know?
0: The joy killer, Justin Parkinson, returning... You
2: called this the hype meter.
0: To kill the joy. No, no, it's, fine. it's fine. There's no hype in it for me. It's no hype one. for Parkinson. All right. Uh, last superhero movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I loved, love, love, love the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I've seen this trailer, all the trailers for the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and I can't get above like a three and a
1: half for it. Uh, it's funny. I was going to say a 3.5 and I don't know why. It doesn't... Everything I've seen from it right now just makes me feel like... Eh.
2: I don't know. How many of these are sequels that you just listened to? It looks off? a
1: lot like trying to catch lightning in the bottle again. Two, two of them, well, or like
2: remakes or something. Because is there a natural... Guardians of the Galaxy was so successful that the second one has to be a letdown, right?
0: That's kind of fair, I suppose. It came out of nowhere. It was like Whereas, a surprise um, hit. Now That's people... Like,
2: has should maybe exceed expectations. Cause it's because Because all, so all the ones have it. been terrible. That's actually a good we'll, point.
1: And that's the thing too, with that I the reason that I like Logan, I'm interested in it is because it's like a different. It's not the same people who made the X Men movies, so yeah. it's and plus it's an R rated. Yes, I, I'm interested to see superhero movies. They move more into R rated territory because I think you can cover a lot more. Like when you've got people out here blowing up worlds and like buildings are collapsing and people are getting killed and stuff like that, it's tough to keep them with like, you know, uh, Mickey Mouse Club rating. Yeah, it's just tough when you are of such heavy subjects. Well, that's what head. I've
2: always said about like superhero movies too. Is like I always thought like a great James Bond would be like where he just gets fired because he every mission he does causes millions of dollars in damage and he kills people. So they're like, listen, you're just too much liability. We gotta let you go. You know what I mean? Like who's this? Where's Batman answering to all those? Who's paying for that shit? You know? <laughs>
0: like, I forty see, people died in that bus. I saw this video game this week. I, I hate to go. It's a game where if you die once and you press restart, when the game comes back, it just resolves what happens after you die. Like, you come back, and it still says game over, and it's like, I can't believe he's dead. Like, there's other characters being sad. They arrest the character who killed you, and they bring him to jail. It's really elaborate. I was like, that's hilarious. Uh, And last but not least, I already know the answer to this one, guys. Fast and the Furious 8, aka Fate of the Furious. 11. 11 and a half thousand. I'm so excited. <laughs> are
2: they drawing the logo as Fate, like F8? F8. Of the yeah. Oh, they have to. Uh, oh, Fate of the Furious. Yeah. So hyped. They really.
0: Even <laughs> <laughs> Parkinson. See, I'm telling you. The, Is there rocking it? Yeah. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movies are the reason that movie theaters still exist. There's no other reason to put movie theaters on this earth. Than to make more Fast and the Furious. Greater movies. comeback story, Mike Tyson or Fast and Furious franchise? Oh, Fast and the Furious, dude! Fast <laughs> and Mike Furious.
1: Tyson never came back.
0: <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> back Mike Tyson never reached the heights of Fast and the Furious. Wow! So was, so wow. was, so was, so was Tokyo Drift like the earbite? Tokyo That's Drift what? was the, <laughs> the ear two bite. Previous Wolverine movies and is Tokyo Drift. And, it's- and Fast and the Furious 5 is the hangover, right? That's the, like the one where we are like, oh, my God, Tyson, I forgot. Yeah. I, forgot <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> this. The nail just falling apart. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us again this week. Episode 89. 90 next week.
1: 89.
0: 11 away from 100. I'm not trying to get just thinking. We're getting there. Getting hyped. We've got to think about 100. Well, we
1: should think about this week if we want to count down. Countdown. You can count yourself down. Like just head down, count down to 100. That's true. You can get a little bit of mileage off that. And down. I think maybe. Maybe start counting down. Maybe get some themes. Teams. Do something. Not teams. Themes. 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 Themed episode. Teams. Get some teams of people out here. I quit. All right. Uh,
0: Follow Justin Parkinson. Uh, Well, don't follow him. Don't call me. Leave me alone. Support Justin. (laughs)
1: Email Katie. You went Into the Wild one too many (laughs) times
0: at maidenutica in utica in justin thanks for coming in uh follow kevin on twitter at underscore kevin sullivan follow me at uh, sf Doom, or follow the show as a whole at uticast uh uticast.com soundcloud itunes 315 live uh check us out new content every week go to the website for all the old content we'll be back next week episode 90